Alright guys, it's another episode of America's Hometown Hard that is yet again brought to you by Shine Through yet Window again. Cleaning. Yet again. Yet again. Yet again. Yet again. Hey, in case you don't know, Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family owned and operated company that proudly serves America's hometown and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own and they truly believe in building their reputation on every single job they do. Get in touch today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189. Or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shine, T-H-R-U, windowcleaning.com. Shine through window cleaning. I, I got to say, I thought of a song while you said that. Okay. I hope you don't know. I hope you don't know that I had on Ad Reed. Wow. Shine through is the best fucking <laughs> company. Well, that's a nice drive. That actually nice. works out really well. Very nice, Andrew. Very hey, nice. Guys, you know, nice. we are in January now. It's, it's the new year. And uh, some might say we're about to enter... 30 days of night, the longest, most horrible month of the year. And when you get out of that month, you're going to want your windows clean. So call Shine Through today to discuss your 2020. I mean, how, how are you going to get light off your windows? True, exactly. Yeah, you should go up to Barrow, Alaska, and, uh, and do some Shine Through window cleaning indeed. <laughs> What's going on, folks? What is up? My name is Mike, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. We are happy to have you, and Happy New Year! It's our first episode of 2021. As always, I am joined by my esteemed co-host, not always esteemed, but tonight they are. So uh, esteemed. Andrew. What's up, buddy? I'm pretty sure I already burped. <laughs> and Kat. What's Play up, that Kat? Hello! Great. Great. We're moving on. Great. I don't like your attitude, oh. for starters. I thought those were great introductions. Well, anyway, Happy New Year, folks, and thanks for coming back in to check in with us here in, in 2021. Hope everyone had a safe, happy, and healthy New Year. But how was everybody's New Year, folks? Everyone have a Happy New Year. Kat, I know we yes. had a nice time. It was a good, good, good time. Got yeah. to hang out with a few people, had some drinks. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Couldn't really go out too much like we had in New Year's past, so that kind of sucked ass. Yeah. But, uh, Andrew, what about you? Uh, I worked New Year's Eve. Yeah. Made some good money. That's good. Well, didn't do anything, because it's just another fucking day in this hellhole that yeah. we live in. So what difference does it make? Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, it was a very It's boozy, the worst year. Boozy, festive Christmas season this year. Yeah, for sure, for sure, which I think is, you know, one of the reasons that Kat and I are going to attempt to do sober January, or at least a couple of sober weeks in January. We're on our, uh, what is it, day two of two. this right now, yep. so we'll see how it goes throughout the month. It's definitely uh, tough to, but you know, you need, you need a little reset after the holidays sometime, yeah. kind of jumpstart the new year, happy, healthy, and you know. I don't know if anybody's right ever along, seen right? that episode of uh, Always Sunny, where Mac and Dennis move in together. At the apartment. They're like renting a house in the suburbs. And it's the mac and cheese, right? I love that episode. It's Isn't that like Max, Ma- Max famous mac yeah. and yes. cheese. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I feel like is going to happen with you two, with not <laughs> drinking. It's, 
Dennis, uh, Matt keeps hearing the beeping of the, uh, the, the alarm. Beep. Yes, I've heard the fucking I've heard it the entire time. <laughs> well, why did you say anything? Because I hate you. Oh, I love that episode. We've so already good. had that with our, with our with, doorbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be that episode. When, da- yes. when Dennis, uh, he, he gets into the, the altercation with the neighbor and he strips off all of his clothes and screams in his face. So funny. I love that episode. What an episode. So great, yeah. So we'll see how sober January goes. Uh, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. But uh, but yeah, so uh, why don't we get into some news real quick before we jump into our movie tonight, huh? Oh, there's news. I have one item real quick, I okay, promise you. all right. Uh, so I saw today in the news on uh, one of my favorite horror websites. Kat, remember they did the Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot? Yes. Uh, I don't know if it was last. I liked it was it. two Octobers ago. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Are You Afraid of the Dark is one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Kind of got me into horror, and they did a pretty cool little, I think it was like four or five episode miniseries a couple Halloweens ago. Did you see any of that, Andrew? No. Were you a fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark growing up? Good show. Yes, definitely. But uh, So apparently they're, they're going to continue doing this rebooted Are You Afraid of the Dark, and it's, they're actually not going to wait till October to come out with it. It's actually, it said coming soon. There's a little trailer for it, uh, but it's, it has a subtitle. So what they did in the, in the first season of the reboot they had one continuous story throughout all the episodes as opposed to it being an anthology, which I didn't really like as much, probably because of my nostalgia for the original show. But mm. uh, So they're going to continue that theme in season two, and they're calling it Are You Afraid of the Dark, colon, Curse of the Shadows. Ooh. But the trailer, it's like 15 seconds, real real quick. They're not even a trailer, a clip, and it has a pretty scary-looking monster in there. So it looks like it's going to be pretty good. So that might be coming sooner rather than later, and I will definitely check that out. As sounds, I know, you probably will good. too. Yeah. yeah. So, because I know one of the, one of the best purchases I ever made was like I think it was like three or four Black Fridays ago. Uh, some random streaming service, Vudu, V U D U, had like the entire Are You Afraid of the Dark series on sale for like nine bucks, and, and I got it. it. So, yep. Yep, sure did <laughs> have that available. So, that's what I got for news. Like I said, short and sweet. There was not a whole lot dropping right now. And if you just heard that sound, that would be uh, our dog, the official. Hound Dog of America's Hometown Horror that just went into the little closet we down we have down here in our uh, basement slash recording studio and he knocked over a bunch of shit. So that's a fun little uh, sound effect. And now I have to block that off. So he's just sniffing around and being a <laughs> typical pain in the ass. But Hound dog. I digress. So let's get on with our topic du jour. Which, of course, if you've seen the episode title, you know that that movie is called 30 Days of Night, which came out in 2007. And uh, this is another one of those movies that might have flown under your radar that uh, you should definitely check out. So, as we always do, we'll start off with overall thoughts on the movie before we dive into some facts, some spoilers, some categories, some uh, some others. As Andrew has come up with a new uh, a new topic, the others, the others, the Nicole Kidman comes yes, out as the others. Not the Nicole Kidman movie, a separate category. Kat, I will start with you on 30 Days of Night. Your thoughts? Um, well, it's a winner because Josh Hartnett's in it, and he's <laughs> one of my like teenage heartthrobs. Yeah. I feel like I could see the hearts <laughs> the hearts in your eyes when we said we were going to do this movie Hasn't, this week. Oh, and wait, also, Josh Hartnett's in this? By oh, the way, sold. By like, the way, uh, <laughs> shout out to James, our buddy James, uh, who listens to the show and suggested this movie. Uh, for January, good winter harvest. Yeah. So thank oh, you, totally. Thank you, James. Yeah, thank you, James. I know it was. It's nice and like snowy now. It's actually snowing outside right now. I think. Yeah, as we record, um, not accumulating though, which is fun. No. So. Yes, which is good. But um, yeah. So I, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's good. I think. Yeah, I was, I was happy watching it. I'd recommend it. Cool. Yeah. Andrew, what about you? Thirty days I, of night. What do I think about thirty days of night? Um. So this was my um, number one. Vampire movie of all time. 
Really? Wow. I've ever watched mm-hmm. ever. until Let the, the Right, right one, one In came yep. out, mm-hmm. and then that took it over. But this movie, up until that point, was my favorite vampire movie that yeah. I've ever watched. Because it was just... I liked the vampire. It wasn't It wasn't such a... It wasn't the same old boring vampire story. Mm, exactly. It was different. It was a unique concept. It was in this town mm-hmm. at the northernmost point of America. Yep. It has 30 days a night. Mm-hmm. What a great place for vampires to invade. Yeah. It had the best vampires I've ever seen in a movie because they were barely human. Yep. They were more monster than human. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did I love about this movie? Um, you didn't like Josh Hardup. He was great. Yeah. He good, he cut his unibrow before, which was nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so that's a he plus. He has a unibrow. Uh, Josh Hartnett has a massive unibrow. No, he does not. You're insane. He's Anthony Davis of actors. Stop it. Uh, he is. The Anthony Davis of actors. Josh Hartnett. Um, I bet those are ones I that have digress. never been uttered uh, on a podcast. So this movie, awesome. so this movie um, it had two movies that it reminded me of. It reminded me of Storm of the Century. Yep. Because it had that effect with The Stranger, Yep, played by Ben Foster, who was phenomenal. Mm. And he was just weird. He obviously wasn't the same character as in Storm of the Century. Right. It also had the thing concept to me with the dog getting killed in the beginning. Isolation. Isolation and winter and like that kind of drew me into it. That was one thing I had written down. It kind of of was like the thing with vampires. Somewhat. He doesn't have a unibrow at all. I mean, I would say his eyebrows maybe moved further apart. As he got older? It's because he shaved in between them. Well, no. I mean, like, okay, I got a bunch, a bunch of pictures. So when he's younger, they look a little bit closer together. But when he's older, there's there's no unibrow. Yeah, because I got to put pictures of him with the unibrow on the wall. <laughs> so if you see maybe, his unibrow in person, should, then? Wait, let me, no, let me I've fix seen the Google. fucking unibrow. Yeah, John Hart. Fix the Google. <laughs> unibrow. It uh, comes up after two letters. Un. <laughs> Un ebrow. Well, I guess <laughs> underwear would be the other one I think would come up, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Josh Hart did. There it is. Oh, my God. Right fucking there. <laughs> That's a unibrow. Show it to Michael. Don't. Okay, all right, okay. He does have a unibrow there. Yeah, okay, yep, okay, okay. Does. Okay, all right. So, uh, breaking news, Josh Hartnett does have a unibrow. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed. When he was very, very young. Very, very young, yes. So, he stop shaving it. I, uh, okay. I agree with... Everything that you guys just said, um, and Andrew, you kind of just talked about it, but two things stick out to me when I think about 30 Days of Night, and I was reminded of them the other night when we walked this movie. It's an all-time great premise for a vampire, or really any sort of horror movie, with it being set in Alaska in a town where it's it's 30 Days of Darkness. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome idea, and I feel like they execute it pretty well. But the, the best part is that it actually, like you said, Andrew, makes vampires scary. Make vampires scary again, folks, all right? Um, can I have a qu- ask a question? Sure. Do did anyone look up if that actually happens? I don't think that that I actually have, happens. I, I have that. Yes. Is that later I will, on? I will get to that. Do yeah. vampires get? No, not to, that. Uh, no, is there, I mean, there's yeah, thirty is there a place days of night 30 in days Alaska. Most likely. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So the vampires being scary to me—that's probably the biggest deal about the movie because I know we've talked about this in the past, Andrew. You and I have similar feelings in this, but vampires, like zombies, are all sorts of fucking played out at this point. Because of it's a direct effect of movies like the Twilight series, which more on Twilight in a little bit, or TV shows like True Blood, which I never was I never into. True Blood. I know your your friend Jen's big yeah, Blood show, and they are they are rebooting it on HBO, but I, I don't they're know. rebooting a show that they just it's, yeah made? barely that's that's yeah that's that's twenty 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 one. I guess we'll see. So it, it's good to see that the filmmakers actually succeeded here at making 
truly frightening looking creatures. Like you said, Andrew, I don't even know if I'd hesitate. I mean, yes, they drink blood, but they look more like creatures than they do like vampires, which is I great. barely ever do a Halloween costume. Yeah. And in 2008 or whenever this movie came out. You did one of these vampires? I wore a white button up with blood soaked all over it. And that was it. That's, That's all I needed to do. Fun. There you go. Black pants. It was a great, oh, I fucking love this yeah. movie. I feel like they looked for actors with like specific like facial structures that for this guy oh, yeah. the one guy oh. like he's gotta oh, be like yeah. number two in command oh he's got the he most the, fucked yeah, the up long, face oh yeah. it's so weird it's so weird and honestly like everything about them is cool the long fingernails the black eyes obviously the fangs the fact that they speak their own language mm. I think is really cool it's a nice little touch that you don't really see too much I guess Marlo's girlfriend is the best which one she oh yeah yeah okay she's, she's the one that the gets whore. burned the whore that gets by the burned. UV yeah, light yeah. okay that's the one I was thinking of oh yeah yeah I also com- completely forgot how fucking gory this movie is oh yeah like I knew it was rated R I just feel like I haven't seen it in so long that I forgot exactly how bloody this movie is there are some truly disgusting scenes there's a ton of blood as there should be in a vampire movie and while I I don't think this is any sort of all time classic and you said it's your favorite vampire movie. Um, I, d- I think it has a few issues that are minor. I still really like the movie a lot, but this movie is definitely extremely underrated. And if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, go watch it. We did have to pay for it. It's not available on any streaming service right now, but you can rent it ev- everywhere. We rented it on Amazon Prime. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Any other uh, overall thoughts before we? I mean, I think we just need to emphasize the point that it is the most unique of any vampire movie there is. Yeah. Can we agree it's on up that? There. Yeah, I think "Let the Right One In" might have a little bit more of a unique premise. I think but this they're both more like, unique. Yeah. The only thing that I think that this kind of parallels in a weird way is um, "Storm of the Century." Yeah, Andrew said a that a little earlier. bit. Yeah. Oh, I did. I missed. No, it. Andrew said that. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Yeah, he said it reminded me. But even like the villain, the, like the guy, the, the stranger, stranger guy, Ben like, Foster. Yeah. Yes, like all that, and in like the, 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 the town and the yep, burning and the, the two people, cops, and they're yeah. yeah, it's a small town. It's, yeah. There's a storm. I haven't seen Storm. I haven't seen Storm of the Century in forever. I haven't. Really? That movie. That short. It was Whatever it is, so good. You always get mad at me when I say don't. It's not a movie, it's a series. It's, a series. Yeah. Okay, it's like a nine-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, yes. So, uh, this movie came out in 2007, That's like as I it mentioned won. before. It won as a movie. It, oh God, I'm get <laughs> uh, We've done one other horror movie that came out in 2007. Anyone want to take a guess as to what it is? Saw. No. Um, Was that 04? 06? Oh, when? 04. Oh, oh, 04? Yeah. Oh, 07. Oh, 07. <clears throat> oh, 07. No, we're, we're saying oh, 07 came out. It came out, this 30 Days of Night came out in 2007. We've covered one other 2007 horror movie. Ooh. Anyone know what it is? Scream? Uh, not no, Scream. Not it came out close. in the 90s. Oh. Um, I, I wish I had a list of the ones movies. we've covered in front of me. Because I then I'd be like, that one. That was yeah. recent. It's got to be like, it's got to be like, it's not, it's 2007. It's not Creep. Because that was 14. Uh, we covered it in October. <laughs> it's a Halloween movie. Trick or treat. Oh. Trick or treat. Yay! I got it. I, I got it. There you go. Trick or treat. So we. Uh, How many clues? How many we already clues we already have talked about uh, you know some 2007 highlights in in the horror genre back uh, on that episode. But this better to, or worse? Uh, oof, that's ooh. a tough question. Um, well, they're two totally different movies. I don't care. Are they? Is it better or worse? I lean. Uh, I lean 30 days a night. I, I think I will too, just for Josh Hardnett. <laughs> but here are some of the other ones. So uh, 28 weeks later, the sequel to 28 days later. 
Uh, movie smelled. 1408, which was a Stephen King movie. Oh, with yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and John Cusack. Uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween. Hostel 2, which, not great. Uh, the Mist, phenomenal movie. We'll cover that this year for sure. The first Paranormal Activity, which is also phenomenal. Uh, the Poughkeepsie Tapes, Saw 4, and obviously Trick or Treat. So, some good movies that year, for sure. Nice. Some good movies. I think my personal favorite might be The Mist out of all those. Love that movie. Yeah, The Mist is phenomenal. So here's some quick facts about uh, about 30 Days of Night before we get into all of our usual other stuff, right? So, in reality, Kat, you brought this up already, Barrow, Alaska... It was known as Barrow, Alaska when this was written and the movie came out. They've actually changed the name back to its, uh, its I guess, initial Inuit name, I believe, is what the... Okay. So it's, it's uh, now called Utkiavik. Utkiavik. U-T-G-I-A-G-V-I-K. That's what the town is now called. They don't see the sun for roughly 67 days. Okay. Because that makes, that makes more sense because yeah. I was going to say... Like it, time lapse and cycles and lunar phases or whatever, like you have yeah. one less hour, one less hour, correct, of sun, and that means that in the summer they'll have weeks of sun, like based right. on the Earth's spin right. and axis and whatever. I was like, it won't be just thirty days, and like it seemed like they had a whole day before it just was night, and I was yeah. like, that's a little far fetched. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine living in a place like that though? It would be so insane. Some people do. I know. I, I know have there. relatives in Alaska. They yeah. live in the light and the dark. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, Gotta be it's much different. A, a different yeah. different lifestyle out there. Totally. For sure. But uh, yeah, so so the story for Thirty Days of Night was originally written into uh, as a comic book uh, back in two thousand and two by a guy named Steve Niles. <clears throat> so Steve Niles is pretty well known in the horror comic book world. Uh, he's written adaptations of several classic horror stories, like comic a- adaptations, like I Am Legend, Spawn. Uh, he did a Twenty Eight Days Later comic book. And the most bizarre one I found, he teamed up with Adam Jones, who was the lead guitarist in the band Tool, and they both co-wrote a 30 Days of Night and X-Files crossover comic book miniseries. Wow. Sign me the fuck up for that. I gotta find that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, He also wrote The October Faction, which was turned into a show on Netflix. I almost Um, watched that. It looks good, and I kind of want to watch it now. I haven't seen any of it. But it was one of those things that I, I think I've had my cue for a while and mm. I just never got around to it. But maybe I will check that back out now. Uh, so Steve Niles wrote the comic. It, it initially caught the interest of Sam Raimi, who obviously is well known for the Evil Dead series, the Spider-Man movies, and he said it was, quote, different than any horror movie he'd seen in years. So he was very excited to make this. Uh, and then in 2005, it was announced that David Slade had joined the project as the director with Sam Raimi set to produce. So David Slade is another familiar name. He... Uh, he had directed a movie called Hard Candy in 2005, which is another great movie, thriller-type movie. Uh, he also, funny enough, went on to direct one of the Twilight movies. Gross. And he also did uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. So he saved oh. himself there a bit. So David Slade uh, did Bandersnatch in addition to 30 Days of Night. Also directed some music videos. Been very famous for that. Some cool ones. He directed uh, the Sour Girl video by Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, wow. And uh, Girls Not Gray by AFI. Oh, cool. I like that song, too. Also did a bunch of TV episodes of Hannibal, Breaking Bad, and American Gods. Oh, so he's, so he's been all over the place. well-rounded yep. guy. Yep. Any, guys, any, uh, any guesses on where this movie was shot? The Arctic Circle. It was not. I thought it was, too. Um... Colorado? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, oh. shot in New Zealand. 
Uh, nearly half the cast of the movie is either Kiwi or Australian. And the entire town of uh, they're Barrow. named after fruits. That's I was a, oh, say that's, kiwi. That's a nickname for for uh, for a person from New Zealand. Oh, it's not offensive. I didn't. Like, I yeah. don't think I knew yeah. that. Yeah. So the entire town of Barrow or uh, Utkiavik. Wait. So is I, that? I gotta, it, I gotta it's not that. a real town. Yes, it is a real town. It's, it used to be called Barrow. Now it's called Utkiavik. That's so they, they changed the name. Yes. Did someone like go there to like research for this movie, like what goes on in that town, or was it just like? I'm sure somebody probably did. I wasn't able to find anything saying that that someone did. Did but... you find anything on these two things? Population is it 152? I did not. I did not. Oh, actually, I, I guess you could find it. Probably I mean, I was curious. Made. I was also curious if on the because uh, on the sheriff cars it says North Slope Borough. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is that section of Barrow, Alaska? Yeah. Population, sure real. population of Utkiavik in Alaska is, uh, as of 2017, according to Wikipedia, is 4,383. Oh, so that's huge. Yeah, so it's, but, bigger, it's but, bigger than what they portray in the movie. Well, that long ago it might have been smaller. Could have I been. I mean, maybe. Certainly could have been. Certainly could have been. Maybe it boomed after this movie. It's boomed. We're going to boom. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, basically, the, the, the entire town... Was that was used in the movie was built in New Zealand on a soundstage because it was easier to control fake snow there. So all of this was wow. shot in soundstage. So that's all yep. fake. Oh my yep. god, that's pretty realistic. Um, yeah. I was just going to ask you that, Michael. Is this mostly practical effects or CGI? I think it's mostly practical stuff. Is maybe, it? Maybe the. Do you uh, know that? I, I wasn't able to find anything on it, but I mean, it's mostly makeup on like, actors. When, when he's axing their heads off, that's gonna. Those are gonna be. Those are gonna be. Uh, Pract- practical effects, yeah, yeah. like dummies. Those are, that sort those of are great practical very effects. Very good. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, very, very good. Um, so I mentioned before that I thought it was pretty cool the vampires had their own language. So they actually, you know, thought they, they did a lot of research on that before they filmed the movie because there was concern that, you know, the vampires needed to communicate, but if they talked in English, it mm. might lessen the scares a little bit, makes yeah. them seem a little bit more alien to have their own language. So, uh, basically, they created their own fictional vampire language with click consonants that was constructed with the help of a professor from the University of Auckland in New Zealand. Wow. So, actually consulted with somebody at a university. Uh, a university? University. <laughs> boom, I can speak English good. And, uh, and made this language up. So, basically, David, David Slade said, we designed this really simple language that didn't sound like any particular accent that you would be aware of that was based around really simple actions. Eating, hunting, yes, no, really basic because that's what vampires do. Yeah. Hunt. That makes and sense. And give off basic communication. And that's what I got for facts on cool. 30 Days of Night. So, I mean, there is that general Dracula theme to this movie, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, Definitely. The, the stranger. Yeah. Ben Foster. Yep. He's obviously Renfield. He's longing to be brought in by the... Dracula's. Yep, exactly. Um, I do have a question about the beginning, though. Okay. If I may ask. Sure. Um, so that guy, the stranger, came off of that big, big boat. Ghost right? boat. That's ten like, times. I was that like, was never. Like that's never a ghost. About. That's a ghost ship. That's where they're traveling on. That's where all the vampires are on. They're yeah. riding on that ghost boat or whatever the fuck it is. So where did he come from? He probably got let off the boat. He's the guy that he's like the. He's uh, like the familia. They send him into an area to scope it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What do we got? He's like He's their the Guillermo. Familiar. Okay. He's like I, their Guillermo. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. but I, I actually, so I had that as kind of one of, the, one of the things I wish I had seen more of was what was on that ship. It was, I mean, it was definitely creepier that they just kind of showed oh, him coming off of it. could you imagine what was I, on that ship? Yeah, it must have been some the awesome stuff. The bodies that oh, yeah. would be there? Uh, I would have liked to have seen that. I yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Would that would have been, they really set a good tone in this movie. Yeah. Agreed. So, first category. 
Andrew, do you find this movie to be scary? As far as vampire movies go, yes. They do a great job with the villains. I love the head vampire, Marlo. Yeah, awesome character. He's really good. Danny yeah. Houston kills it. Yeah. You ever seen Edge of Darkness? He's great in that no. movie. That's, uh, that's a Liam Neeson movie, right? Or Liam Neeson's it... the main character, I yes. think. Yes. And Danny Houston's like the villain. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's... that movie. He plays a great villain. He was also, uh, do you remember in the Coven season of American Horror Story, the Axeman? The oh. uh, serial killer that played the saxophone, he carried an axe around yeah, yeah, his yeah. saxophone yep. case. That was the guy that was the head vampire. He plays oh, a great yeah. villain. Yeah, like, he's he, good. he is a villain. Yeah. yeah. Like, and his whole role, like that whole language that they speak, that's what makes this movie so dark. Yeah. The yeah. whole time, like a lot of the shit he says is just like, oh, it's so good. I, I love when they have, all the vampires have that, when they're all, when they're all like barred up in the attic. And they have that one girl walking down yeah. the street as bait. And oh. he, they realize that none of them are going to come out to save this girl. Or like Josh, Hart, Josh, Josh Hartnett is trying to, but he didn't, didn't get there in time. And she's like praying to God and he just looks at her. And he she says, goes, please God. Yeah. And he says, God. Like the only words he says in English the entire time. And he like no looks God. up He looks up at the sky and like listens and he's just like, no God. And then they proceed to like rip her face apart. Oh, that was awesome. It's so good. But then how do you how do you think that they communicated to her to tell her to walk through down shrieks? Street? Through shrieks. No. Communicate yeah, to her. That. So maybe they, they can't told speak her English. you're gonna be ripped apart. Right. He knows how to they speak. Maybe know they know maybe they were English. speaking English off screen. To well, some he of these speaks. People. Yeah. Because they, they can clearly speak a little uh, bit of English. Well, a the, little fami- bit. the familiar speaks English, so. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, so. the best. That's what my favorite part is, though. Familia is when they're in the jail cell with Ben Foster's mm. character, the stranger. And he goes, we will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. In English, he says that to him, so he understands him. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at the demon bitch, and he goes, the things they believe. And then he breaks his, the like guy's breaks neck. Breaks his head off, yeah, pretty goes, much. Like, the things they believe, like, he's like, he told he them, thinks. I will take care of you, and he's like, yeah. they believe me, and he goes, the things they believe, and then he breaks mm-hmm. his fucking yeah. neck. Yeah, that that part. part is so good. That was a good part. Kat, do you find this movie to be scary at all? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, terrified of it, because it's, like, a fictional, it seemed to me like a fictional thing, but I mean, the whole idea that it's based off of, like, a real town in Alaska, and that it could, I mean, it, it could happen if there were vampires. Do you think but, like, the average person would find this to be a scary movie? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a scary movie. It's in the horror genre. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, 100%. There's, n- there's yeah. no other genre that it's in, aside from horror. Yeah, or... no. I mean, yeah. Nat Geo, the, like, winter, the va- maybe? The, the vampires <laughs> are the scariest part. Scary vampire design is good stuff. Doesn't personally frighten me, but I can see how other people would find this to be a frightening movie. Catherine, your favorite scene in the movie. I kind of, I like it the, so we're into like, we're just talking about the movie, this is all spoils, right? Correct. Um, I like it when, you know, Josh Hart had finally like, makes the decision to shoot himself up with the blood. Yeah. And like. Turn himself into turn a half, himself of, like, in, half and a vampire. He goes in like in that scene and he just goes and like kicks ass. Yeah. He's like, this is the only way. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, the way he kills Danny Houston at the end, he just puts his fucking fist through, oh, it through was his awesome. face. You, you yeah. kind of were like, whoa. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you didn't expect that. No, no. not at all. <laughs> when I saw that, I went, that doesn't make any sense. No. What am I seeing? Yeah. Andrew, what about you? I know you said that you liked when uh, the stranger, uh, Renfield, got uh, got killed. Do you have any other favorite parts of the movie um, that you liked? I like when 
the MVP of the movie, Bo. I had him too. He go. He agrees that it's his time to create a diversion, oh, yeah. and he's just chopping off heads, and then he he's drives a, into that yeah. building to blow it up. Yeah. And right before he blows it up, the guy goes, uh, "The guy, what a he's like a sage." Goes when a man meets a force he can't destroy, he destroys himself. Yeah, that's a good. What quote. a plague you are. Yeah. Good line. And then he kills him. Yeah. What a fucking boss. Yeah. That's a that, boss that was an awesome line. Yeah. He, Danny Houston has some great lines in this movie, and Bo, Bo was a good character. I, I like him. I like uh, what's what's his name? He's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was in uh, one of the. Oh, he's in Suns. The Dark Knight, or um, he's in the Dark Knight, or he's in he's in, he's in Batman Begins, and he's uh, he's uh, Bobby he's in in Sons. Uh, in Sons of Anarchy. I forget his actual name though; it'll come to me. But yeah, that that was that was definitely a great scene. Um, I already mentioned the, the bait scene where that that we talked about that a little bit, but that's a great scene. I also really liked uh, kind of like the lead up to the vampire invasion when you didn't really know exactly what was going on yet. Starts out with the ghost ship and the stranger coming in. And he, then uh, Josh Hartnett and his partner find that uh, that pile of burned satellite phones, and then all those beautiful dogs get uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Parallels to the thing, like we mentioned, but uh, so oh sad. god, and they showed some disgusting oh. follow-ups of that, yeah. those murders. That was awful. Uh, and then you know, obviously, people start to get picked off, and you start to see exactly more and more of what's happening. That, that, that Grand was Theft Auto scene. Yeah, that you was know awesome. the Grand Theft Auto scene. Yeah, it's like it's from like above, vampires, like, oh, it's yeah. just them. Pillaging. That's, I tried to keep track. I tried to keep track at some point, and I got to like twenty-five deaths, <laughs> visual deaths, oh, wow, yeah. and yeah, then yeah, I yeah. lost track. They're, they're essentially so. Just murdering I'm the telling you right town. now, there hasn't been a movie with more actual visual deaths than this movie in a long time. Because it was over twenty-five, and then I lost track. I couldn't even fucking keep up. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot. They, that that overhead shot that was a lot of uh, death and blood and yeah, yeah, fire and gore and car crashes and all that shit. So. Uh, Andrew, do you have any beefs with anyone that was in the cast? Not at all. Okay, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't think so either, to be honest. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the board here, and I'm gonna say that for the most part, the uh, the acting, or I should I should say, more importantly, specifically the acting of uh, Josh Hartnett and Amelia George, I believe is her name, the one that plays his ex-wife or mm-hmm. the one I thought it was separated like Melissa. from. Melissa George, Melissa George, not Amelia George. Very easy to notice Josh Hartnett's kind of shortcomings a little bit here in this movie. It pains me to say that because I am a Josh Hartnett defender. I actually really liked him in Penny Dreadful when he played that character in that yeah, show. He was, he was very good there. But I noticed especially in the scenes where he's trying to show emotion and shock like when he finds his partner after he murdered his family, and I, I don't know, he just—I I don't think it was his. Uh, his you didn't best like him? performance. Oh. I like him. In, I, I like him as an actor. I just thought that he, maybe that was how his character was written. It was supposed to be, you know, very straight laced, like showing no emotion. But I don't know. I just thought that he kind of left a little bit. I feel like to that's kind of how there. he is as an actor, though. Not always. Not always. But I don't know. That was just me. You guys thought everybody was fine. That's fine. Okay. I'm I mean, just saying. I'm you guys saying. haven't watched Fortitude, so fuck off. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Sad. <laughs> uh, for nitpicks or anything that bothered you about the movie, I, I just thought, I, I, I already kind of talked about this, but I wish the relationship between the stranger, Renfield, whatever you want to call him, Ben Foster's character, and the vampires, you, you saw Renfield. a little bit more of that. Um, I know you're supposed to assume that he's there familiar. I wish they kind of showed a little bit more of that relationship. You know, one moment they were saying they were going to kill him, then they don't kill him, and they come back and kill him. So yeah, it seems like, like they changed you know their why mind they didn't, a number of though? times. Because this was a uh, dark 
comic book reenactment, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm sure that, that had something like, to do with it. Something to do quick with it. to the point. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we talked about his parallels to Renfield and Dracula. Uh, all the Dracula stories, pretty much. Also, raw hamburger, bro. I'm gonna eat Dude, raw hamburger. Line. Yeah. Get a shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Don't have whiskey. Can't drink. Best. You won't give me what I want to drink. You won't give me what I want to eat. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Ben Foster is really good at playing lunatics mm-hmm. in all the movies that he's yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, you you saw it with me. Um, what's the movie with him and Chris Pine where they're bank robbers? Uh, came in a couple. Of oh, years. Jeff the Western movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, um, he's great in that. Not Fuck. Hell, in hell or high water. Hell, hell or high water. water. That's that what it movie. Slap. Yeah, the movie's wow. great. Very great movie. What uh, a co- that's a country that. western slap shit. Slaps. That's like a okay. Fargo. Like that's just kind of reminded me a little bit of like No Country for Old Men. Oh, I love like, that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie too. So, uh, Andrew. Who died the best in this movie? Best death in this movie. Hmm. I gotta say, uh, hmm. That's so tough. Bingo. There's a lot of good deaths. Um, I would say the little boy or girl that his brother murders with the axe. Oh, yeah. That's That's a good death. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a good death. Okay. Um, I like. Does Billy is Billy the one that they find, and then he goes into the the chopper? Uh, no, the... Bill. Okay, so Billy's his partner. He throws the vampire into the chopper, which yes. I had down for mine. That was gross. But then he gets bitten, so he starts to turn. And then Josh Hartnett whacks his head off right. in front of the garbage crusher. Yeah, like crushes yes. it with yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was nasty. Well, because the the other person that he killed was at least behind a door, and you just heard the thud. thud. Yeah. But this one you actually you saw. You saw it, yeah. This, this movie was the thing without aliens. Pretty much, yeah. It's the, it's the thing with vampires. Yeah. It's a very yeah. good way of describing it. so good. It's not as good as the thing, obviously, but it's, 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 it's some up parallels. there. Mm, I love the thing. I, I don't know if I'm I know. Putting, putting 30 Days of Night on that level. But, yeah, I had, obviously, I mentioned the vampire and the garbage crushing machine. I don't know what the technical term is for it. That was a, that was a nasty-ass fucking mm. death. When, when Josh Hartnett goes to speak with the people that work there because they find, like, the helicopter shit in there and they show the garbage crusher, like, you know that's going to come back oh, into play yeah. at some point. So I, I, I knew that. I, 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 you know, I hadn't seen this movie in so long, so I forgot some of the stuff that happened. Um, Bo Brower getting his head stomped, which we talked about that scene. Oh, yeah. You're a plague. That was fucked that up. That was pretty much That was too, nasty. Yeah. They kind of cut away at the end, but you saw the head kind of cave in a little bit. That was nasty. Yeah. I mean, there's just yeah. so many. The entire town gets killed, so, you know, pick your poison, I suppose. Mm. There's a bunch of good deaths here. So, uh, huge untapped potential here that this movie has not been turned into any sort of haunted house. I just think that, you know, the setting, obviously, with the cold... Uh, Alaska, the dark, well, they with have, the vampires, could be a really good haunted house. Did they have a haunted house with the thing? They have, yeah. Because that would essentially be like kind of the same. Kind of, kind of, a, kind of a similar idea, yeah. But you know, obviously different types of monsters yeah. and stuff. So uh, I think, yeah, hey, Universal or, or somebody else that has money to do it, you know, get on this, make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. <clears throat> All right, we are moving right the fuck along. Andrew, who's your MVP of this movie? Who is my MVP of... Uh, oh, you already said it. Bo. 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 Bo is... Bo's boss. He's a... Uh, he is a badass. Nobody likes him at the beginning. Guys give him citations. But when it matters most, he plows over those guys' heads, kills all those, and then he blows up that building with himself in it I to know. try and kill as many as he can. 
He is all about saving everybody else. That mis- that machine he was driving when he was taking them all about with essentially like the giant chainsaw. That yeah, that's, was fucking that's an badass. Amazing. Yeah, what is that? I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I don't I, think I, that's I don't know a if it's real a real machine. thing. No, that's a real Maybe machine. It's, it's it seemed like, like a giant like auger or something like that. Like that had blades on it. I have yeah. no idea. Well, but... was that the same machine that ran into her car? In the no, beginning? that was a different one. That, that was a different that, one. But it I looked think the it same. Was, I think it was different. They look. They, pro- they probably had multiple machines like that throughout the town. Given I thought that girl was going to die in the first scene there. Oh, I she should like, oh There's yeah. no way she should have survived like, that. She walked away without a scratch, but, you know, because like, oh, movie, sorry. she survived. It's like, you just hit her with, like, a like a construction vehicle. Like, yeah. she should be totaled. Yeah. And, like... Also, when when Bo gets out of that thing and he lights all the dynamite and he just he just goes flying out of the building and he doesn't, like, explode on spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. That's, like, yeah. Because movie, again. Um, but, yeah, also, the... Uh, What's 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 so? Uh, Josh Hartnett's s- character in this movie is named Eben, not Evan, which was a little annoying. Yeah. I thought it was and Evan then, the whole time. Yeah, it's E B E N, and then Even what's with the subtitles? Uh, <laughs> shit, what is what is his wife's name? It's gonna piss me off now. Melissa, right? Um, no, that's no? The, that's the actress's name. Um, uh, hold on. Sue. You. Nope, not Sue. It's definitely not Sue. This is riveting podcasting. Hold Stella. On. Stella, 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 Stella Olson. Uh, yeah, she should have died in that. Uh, that was she that first in the? Uh, was she in the uh, um, Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg? I don't know. Uh, she might have been. I haven't seen that movie in you so so long. That's before that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so yeah. So you you were saying that Bo is your MVP. I think that's a that's a nice choice. He's definitely like the. Uh, you know, kind of like the resident, like resident, like recluse badass that just kind of like you know has the heart of gold that comes in to save the day, or not really save the day, but you know at least gets them out of a pickle in a tight spot. Catherine, I have a feeling who your MVP might be. <clears throat> it's but, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, let's just let's just say it. Yep, it's Josh Hartnett. Okay. Any particular reason why, other than the hotness? Um. Well, there's the hotness. He is a handsome and, uh, man. Very handsome. Yeah, I mean, he was a good character. I liked his evolution. You saw he had a lot of emotions, you know, like he was... Even though you say he See, didn't I, really I think have, did. I think no, he went through a lot. You know, like even like killing people, you could. I feel like I could see it on his face, like that he just kind of got beaten down by the end of the movie. Yeah, like they also, and I mean, nobody was really watching the movie for this. You want to see vampires kill people and people kill vampires, but they also didn't really explain. Aside from the fact that maybe they disagreed about having a family, about why Eben and Stella were yeah, they never like, got why into they that. split up, or you know what like, the deal why was. Why even that. get into like, it? Yeah, if you're why not even? Gonna... Yeah, he, they, uh, they they didn't have to have the angle where it was his ex wife or they were his wife and they were separated. Could have been his added, love interest. I in think the they added another dimension, though. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I guess. What did it add, though? Really, they didn't it really. They didn't really do much. No, but they didn't need to. You don't have to for that. If you're getting a third dimension. You don't have to do it's anything. It's just one more th- heavy thing on his heart. People don't sure. know what the fuck they're talking about half the time. You want to yeah. you want to feel feel ju- the, like Josh. The only pain. the only time where you feel like their relationship is like a, a point of interest is the very last scene when they're sitting there watching that first sun up and he knows he's gonna die. That you know, I just think you know, obviously that was a that was a good scene, a good way to end the movie. But I don't think they really like. I don't think they really did enough with their relationship throughout the movie to kind of justify that type of emotional payoff at the end mm. of the movie. Maybe I'm thinking too hard about this. It's 30 days of fucking night, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. So Josh Hartnett, your MVP. I, ha- I had a feeling. I had a feeling. How about you? Uh, mine is going to be the head vampire, Marlowe. Nice. He is the uh, badass of the movie, other than other than Bo Browder. Awesome villain. Very scary. 
menacing, awesome one-liners, which we kind of talked about a little bit. He's just a great vampire. One of the all-time scary vampires. So I'm going with my boy Barlow. Nice. Barlow. You want to know what the best line he said in that movie was? What's that? What a man. Marlow, not Barlow. Marlow. I was going to say, I'm like, isn't it Marlow? I was going to say that, but I was like, I'm just, maybe I just Which, misheard you. by the way, I believe is a uh, is a reference to Salem's Lot. Awesome character. That's my MVP. Andrew, do you have any others for 30 Days of Night? Since that's our new category. Anything else that uh, you want to pick pick our brains on here? Um, <laughs> you don't have to. It's okay. Wild card, wild card. Wild card, bitches. I might have something. I just need to look. What is others? What is, what is it as a category? What does it mean? Other What's things that, that we might not have covered. Oh. Across the other categories and facts and all that stuff. Okay. Um, I thought it was interesting that... Nobody was allowed to drink for a full month mm, that's during this time now. period. Like, motherfucker, it is dark. You're not going to let me drink? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, people got to cope. I mean, how? so they have a whole month where they have no one coming in or out or of out, the town. And you can't just drink? Just because it's dark? Yeah, that kind of didn't make sense to me either, right? And so I'm like, why? Nobody, no, you don't have You tell me lights? people can't fly planes in the dark or right. drive I mean, this cars This is in the why dark? this movie reminded me of the... Uh, the thing. The, no, no, no. Storm of the Century. Storm of the Century, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you got the stranger coming to town, all of a sudden, power's out, no cell reception, right. can't talk to anybody, this fucking loser. But the thing about the, the two no, the thing about the two strangers, though, is that one stranger dies very quickly, and the other one turns out to be uh, the devil. Yeah. 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 Okay. Any other others? Um, can we talk about how bad I felt about the old guy who had, like, dementia? Yeah, or, like, that sucked. Oh, my God. And, like, you're just sitting there and you're like, this guy, like, you really can't even, like, control him. That was such, like, a real, like, sad thing yeah. to watch. Yeah, definitely. That was tough. And, obviously, you know, you can't blame the guy that's his son for going out to chase of after Of course him, not. You know, so you wouldn't begrudge anybody for that. Yeah, that, no. was, that was tough. That was definitely a sad scene, for sure. Andrew, anything else? I mean, that's all I got. Catherine, uh, any, any final thoughts on 30 Days of Night? Oh, I thought that we replaced final thoughts with others. No, I'm just, I'm just asking you before. <laughs> no, I, I, you. I liked it. Um, yeah. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Cool. Recommend. Yeah, I'd recommend this movie as well. Kind of like I said at the beginning, it's got great vampires. It's, it makes vampires scary again. Make vampires scary again, baby. And uh, <laughs> I would highly recommend checking it out if you have somehow not seen it. So I think that's going to do it for us on uh, on 30 Days of Night, you guys. And uh, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms. On YouTube and Facebook, just go ahead and search for America's Hometown Horror. You can find us there. Like, subscribe, mash that bell so you get notified when all of our new episodes come out on YouTube. You can also find us on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can tweet at us at Hometown Horror. You can email us at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. My name is Mike. Thanks again for tuning in to our first episode of 2021 here on America's Hometown Horror. And I've been joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Catherine and Andrew. Thanks, guys, and say goodbye to your listeners. Goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye. Say bye, Otis. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart 
Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.